point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. In a triple header of college basketball, Saturday on 1380, the Phantom 100.9 FM. It all starts with PFW visiting Green Bay, coverage beginning at 445. After the game, stick around for number five, Purdue, hosting number 17, Indiana. Then the nightcap, it's number 15, St. Mary's, visiting number 12, Gonzaga. WKJG, 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, the Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Listen live at 1380thefan.com. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Alongside my producer, co-host extraordinaire, Mr. Justin Kenny from OPS, OutsideTheHuddle.net, and Caleb and Kenny in the morning, and the high school coaches show. You doing anything else? Uh, No. Not, okay. not currently. Okay. But stay tuned. Well, that is enough. That's what I had written here on the sheet. <laughs> so so welcome in to Talking Sports as we wrap up the high school basketball season for the boys and, uh, well, wrap up the girls' basketball season in totality Yes. Uh, at Cambridge Fieldhouse. So anyway, uh, welcome in. We have a lot to talk about this morning. Uh, the Fort Wayne Comets in action on the road last night in Savannah, and uh, were beaten by the Ghost Pirates three to two. I wonder if anybody won any kind of prize for the name the team contest down sure. in Savannah. Down at the Savannah Ghost Pirates, so it's an expansion team, first year, and so I wonder if they had a contest for the nickname. Yeah, because uh, it's a pretty unique nickname to say the least. That's right. So. And the, the, the mascot name of the Savannah Ghost Pirates is named Davey. I, I, don't, I like that. I don't know. Davey, Davey. Jones? Could be. Davey. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but can you can you really, can you see a ghost pirate? That's the thing. I don't, uh, I don't anyway. know where, how, that, uh, how that develops. But they did have a contest to name the mascot, but I don't know if they had a contest. And, to... it, and the winner said Davey? Yeah, the winner was Davey, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that must have been somebody named Davey. I would imagine. Oh, well, <laughs> well Comets uh, uh, dropped one to Savannah on the road last night. Uh, the uh, Fort Wayne Mad Ants in action last night in Westchester, New York, uh, were winners by a score of 122-119 on the road. Six Ants in double figures, three with 21 points or more. Pedro Bradshaw led the team in scoring with 25 points, nine boards. Reveling Queen, 24 points, seven assists. Tevin Brown, 21 points, 11 uh, assists for him. Jermaine Samuels had a, a great game, 15 points, 14 boards. Justin Anderson, 18. Gabe York, 17. Excuse me, another hiccup. Uh-oh, we so, got hiccups again? Hey, here we go. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I'm eating too many hiccups, I guess. Uh, so... 
That's a big win for the Mad Ants because as as they fight for playoff uh, positioning, not just positioning, but qualifying. So yes. top six make it in the East. Mad Ants get that win last night. Now they move up to fourth in the East, but just a half game ahead of both the Cleveland Charge and the Capital City Go-Go for sixth. And then just a game and a half back of Lakeland and Motor City. So it's going to be quite the battle down the stretch to make sure you're one of those top six. Yes, and then uh, when they do come home on March 9th and March 11th, uh, it's the Motor City Crews calling, and that's um, Kiefer Sykes, former Matt Ant, yeah. who went up to the Pacers and stayed with the Pacers uh, the greater part of uh, last season, is with the Motor City Crews. So he will be on the floor for the uh, for the Crews when they take on the Matt Ants then. Uh, hey, the Schaefer Center is going to be hosting two, not one, but two. Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference semifinal basketball games today is the top seed of Warrior Men meet number four Rochester. That'll be at 3 p.m. while the top seed of women take on number five seed Cornerstone approximately 5.30 after the conclusion of that game. And uh, in D1 college basketball, IU plays at Mackey Arena against the Purdue Boilermakers. That may be a somewhat big game tonight, maybe. Yeah, you have some eyes on it. Oh, my goodness, yes. A little bit, as uh, Mackey will definitely be rocking tonight and Purdue trying to find a way to knock off their rival and also clinch a share of the Big Ten Championship. So I imagine, and we talked about this uh, on Caleb and Kenny in the morning this week, all due respect to Indiana, this just seems like a game that Purdue is set to dominate, in my opinion. At home, trying to get revenge after the loss, can clinch a piece of the Big Ten Championship. Uh, if you're a betting person, of which I am, I'm taking Purdue to cover. To cover. To cover. And what's the spread? That's a darn good question. Let's yes. see. I would imagine it's, um, I don't know, five and a half, maybe four and a half. Let's see if we can bring it up here. Um, just because Purdue has been so successful, of course, at home. Uh, right now, the line, oh, my goodness, seven and a half. Really? Purdue is a seven and a half point favorite right now. But uh, what, what, I wonder yeah. what the what was the line the last game they played? That's a good question. At, at Assembly Hall? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think it was pretty close to even. I think it was maybe a minus one or a minus two okay. for Indiana. Uh, so, because I, I do know that, that Purdue was the underdog going into that game, which kind of made you question it. But then again, Vegas, Vegas always wins, right? Vegas, they do. Vegas knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, they have their finger on the pulse and and then some. Annoyingly so sometimes yeah. if you're a better. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message. Love to hear from you this morning as, uh, well, high school sectionals. Hoosier Hysteria begins uh, Tuesday. And uh, a lot of these scores from last night uh, were, were final scores and final tune-ups for Getting ready to go in uh, class basketball, Hoosier Hysteria. And, uh, of course, with Hoosier Hysteria class-wise, there's a lot of games that are, uh, well, not around here. Yeah. So uh, there's some travel going on. But uh, let's take a look at last night's scores as um, we finish out the regular season in high school boys basketball. It was Norwell over Homestead. 48-46, Luke McBride becomes Norwell's all-time leading scorer. And that's uh, that's some pretty heady company. 
Yeah, it definitely is. And we're talking player of the year in the area. Uh, I think everybody's short list should have Luke McBride on there. What he has done this year for Norwell, now 20-3, and three, bouncing back from that loss last weekend against Concordia, knocking off Homestead at home. And Norwell very much primed now to start the playoffs. He'll play Northwestern coming up next week to, I think, next Wednesday to get their sectional campaign started. Other scores had Warsaw over Carroll 60-49. to 49. Concordia, uh, kind of in a battle of the Burgundies, uh, <laughs> at Concordia, Eugene Parker Court there, uh, beat Columbia City 59-55. It was Marion over Snyder 85-75. Kokomo, a 72-36 winner over Huntington North and in attendance for that one, one Mr. Matt Painter from Purdue. Uh, seeing is it Oreo? Flory Badunga. Flory Badunga. At Kokomo, yes. a five-star talent out of Kokomo, consistently ranked one of the top 10, 15 players in his class. And, yeah, making the, the jaunt from, from West Lafayette over to Huntington last night was was Coach Painter to see um, Flory and see if that's a guy that uh, maybe fits the Purdue Boilermakers mold. And Kokomo doubling up Huntington North last night, 72-36. to 36. Kokomo. Great year. John Peckinpah, head coach mm -hmm. of Kokomo, a guy familiar Former around these Mastodon. parts. Yeah. yeah. And so um, Coach Peckinpah is leading the Kokomo Wildcats now 19-4 and this season. Yes, and uh, I think uh, Florio had uh, like six blocks. Yeah, he's decent. Like on the night. Yeah. He's, 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 <laughs> he's a dominant post dude at the high school level and uh, cherished by a lot of, of programs throughout the country. Other scores had Jay County beating Belmont 44-43, Walwas C62, East Noble 46. It was Northridge over DeKalb 45-35. Adams Central gets a big 72-46 victory over Lakewood Park Christian. Heritage 49, Madison Grant 44. Southwood 83-54 over Bluffton. And... Uh, at South Adams, they reopened their gym after uh, the, the devastating flooding that took place. Uh, they beat what Eastbrook by a score of 50 to 44. It was West Noble 68, Garrett 55. Central Noble gets a 62-34 win over Fairfield. Lakeland 56, Angola 39. Prairie Heights all over Hamilton 77-33. And Fremont posts a 52-46 victory over Bethany Christian, those are the high school boys scores from around the area. Exciting uh, week for South Adams. They reopen the the dome, the Star Dome with a new court. And they announce earlier this week that the football field will be getting turf by yes. this fall. So another program in the area will now have turf. And that's advantage south adams with the style of play they play offensively is now putting that offense on a field that's always in good condition as opposed to a quagmire sometimes and that's going to be advantage starfires definitely and what already what a great sports complex they have sure. at south adams i mean the the football stadium is great obviously the star dome is uh historic it, it's it's very cool to, to to walk into the baseball diamond. My goodness, with the brick backstop and everything, with the netting, just like you'd see at a professional baseball facility. Uh, they uh, they do it right. 
yeah. at South Adams, that's for sure. Once again, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply text line, 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. And, uh, Justin, from last night's uh, scores, obviously tune-ups, uh, you know, many of them playing starters, um, in, in making sure people didn't get hurt. Sure. Uh, because now it, it, we start win or go home and um, pack up the equipment for next season. But or do they do they really? <laughs> you know, because uh, with with open gyms, AAU never ends. Things of that nature. Yeah. Is it becoming a, a bit of a ten to twelve month a year endeavor? with high school basketball it very much is and even in high school sport and we kind of have this conversation too a lot at ops is we we preach don't play your sport year round but then again you also look at it and am i falling behind in my sport if i'm not playing mm-hmm. all year round sure. right so you coaching baseball at leo the expectation is okay these kids have done something in the off season they're not coming in and and the last time they picked up a baseball was the last game of last season. Right. Right. So their expectation there in every sport that, okay, what kind of off-season work did you put in? And if you didn't, then you're going, well, questioning the dedication of a kid. Then again, we're saying don't prioritize or, you know, don't specialize in a sport, play other things. So it's that delicate balance uh, between those two things that is difficult for kids. And it's, it's very difficult for parents as well. It's conflicting messages. And we all kind of fall into it as well. It's not blaming any one particular sport or coach or whatever. That's just kind of the landscape right now. Yes, the multi-sport athlete is uh, uh, favorable to those that specialize, if you will. You know, and and you look back, uh, gosh, looking at, you know, when I was a kid, uh, whatever season it was, was basically your favorite sport. Now, we had a few guys that specialized and would end up uh, being very, very successful. But then again, transportation wasn't the issue that it is now either when you have two income families with with multiple schedules as well and uh, families with kids there are so many more opportunities not only for the male but the female student athletes as well to to take part in whether that be sports or whatever activities and things are just so hectic and uh shoot i know uh you know, my son and daughter-in-law, we've got, you know, they got 13 and 10-year-old sons who have completely different schedules, but they're never home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're always they're always en route somewhere, it seems like, or, or at the Plex or over here at Turner's or over here, you know, playing basketball. And, it, and so it's, it's, it's very, you, you want to make them available to have these opportunities. And that's the thing. That's where you are. And, and I've seen so many families, even with us, with OPS 7 on 7, is having to travel and the amount of money spent by these parents for these kids. Mm-hmm. And then, again, if you, if you have multiple children or you have a child that's in multiple different sports that travel, I mean, that the, the, the cost just is exponential. Like, it's just it's wild what these parents will pay. But it, But to your point, is they're doing it for their kid. And I've kind of felt I, I've fallen back on this too, because there's so much negativity on there with, with parents and, and, and all that and, and how they approach different things in the end, whether they're correct or not is they're trying to do the best for their kid. Now, sometimes what they do isn't always the best for the kid and you can't sometimes tell them that, but in the end, these parents are trying to, 
and what they think is the best for their kid. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Unless they are living vicariously through their That's true. their child. That's true. Which they will uh, we have a, a lot of people a percentage that. of parents that do that. And you know, regardless of whether the student athlete is adept and in falling in love with a specific sport. Right. You may not have a choice <laughs> yeah. for a while. So exactly. It's but, unfortunate. But. but but with the parents is you feel almost obligated. You do feel obligated to do this stuff because you think, well, if these other kids are having this opportunity, my kid needs to have this opportunity. And it just kind of fuels that, you know, competitive balance, but also being being not forced, but maybe coerced or thinking I have to do all this stuff to keep up. And there's a certain amount of, of truth in that because when you when you have another season coming up and football season comes around, if, if you haven't done anything football-related since last fall, you are going to be very, very much behind once, uh, once summer practice starts. So it definitely is a delicate balancing act on what you do. Then, again, you look at Norwell, and they have kids that play basketball, football, and baseball. And they're just natural athletes enough where they can just switch, switch, switch to each one mm-hmm. and uh, be successful. That senior class with, with Luke Kraft and, and John Colbert and um, and uh, Brody. And, Brody and, Bowling, yeah, yeah, I mean, just the list goes on and on, on on guys that are kind of buck that trend of having to focus solely on one sport, yet still succeed in in their primary sport once it comes about. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, that uh, get, you know, get your grades. And uh, yeah. make sure that you are uh, most doing that. You know, when it comes to college recruiting, sometimes the intangible are the GPAs. Yeah. The grade point average and, uh, you know, taking to coaching and things like this. And if you're able to balance academics and athletics. Yeah. Hey, that's someone you want. There is a certain amount of athletes that no matter what your GPA is, unless it's just absolutely terrible, they'll find a way. Right. The universities will find a way. But that percentage of athlete is very, very small. We're talking the four or five star athletes that are future pros. Right. But for the majority of athletes, if you don't have the grades, then you're not going to succeed in college. Four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two. Put TS in front of your message. Uh, first text of the day says TS go Starfires. The the burn faithful. There we go. Chiming in this morning. Yes, indeed. And and as we said, and I, I will stand by that. I and I have to take a look at our uh, our baseball schedule and see if we have South Adams on the schedule this year. And if so, two years ago we we added them and then uh, played down there. Yeah. And uh, they they well they were hospitable until the game started <laughs> and uh knocked you around yeah. huh oh uh, yeah it was 5 to 2 oh that's you know? fine not that i remember 2 years ago a, a one game out of uh, about 26 <laughs> but yeah yeah it was uh but i just kept saying but this is such a beautiful facility <laughs> anyway before we go to break i want to tell you about my friends at Culligan we have the reverse osmosis drinking water system at our kitchen sink and Diane loves it she cooks with reverse osmosis drinking water. You know, if you do spaghetti in the in the pot, you know, sometimes it sticks together. Huh. Uh-uh. Not with the reverse osmosis drinking water system. Put that in the in the, the pan, heat that up. Oh, it's great. You can cook with it. She she only gives the the animals, the dogs and the cat, Rick, Ziva, and Chop Suey, 
only reverse osmosis drinking water. And uh, they're still here. They're, they're around. They're, it's, it's great water, bottled water quality. Give Culligan a call. You can buy or you can rent. Give them a call. Ask them some questions. 484-8668. 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. The NASCAR Cup Series. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. Returns to Auto Club Speedway. We got trouble. It's Brad Keselowski. He's sideways, and he collects one, two, perhaps three more machines. For one final ride around the D-shaped oval. Larson, the winner in his home state, the Golden State Golden Boy. It's the Pala Casino 400. On Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Every six minutes, a utility line is damaged by reckless digging. So Indiana relies on 811 superheroes like Steve the Plumber. I contact 811 before I do my work. Mary the Gardener. Before I plant a tree, I contact 811. And Mike the Landscaper. I dig for a living, but always contact 811. Prevent damages or injury. Call 811 or go online. Indiana811.org. Sponsored by the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission, this station, and the Indiana Broadcasters Association. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. 
what does the chicken say? Uh, chicken. Oh, okay. Uh. When a wolf? Oh, a wolf. Uh, uh, oh! What about the tiny dog? What does the turkey say? Whale. Whale sound. Do the giraffe. Giraffe, really? Okay. Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. 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 You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Okay. I'm trying to figure out which song it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm zoning right now. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Sports Power by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday morning, beautiful Saturday morning outside. High should be around 50 or in the 50s. Today. We've been so spoiled. We have. This wintertime. None of the, I mean, the, the rivers, ponds, lakes. Which uh, means the schedule for our next guest to balance the spring schedule is just going to be complete hell. Because, you know, it's just going to be terrible weather. Yeah, yeah. In baseball season, you know, we get in the 50s now. Uh, when baseball season starts in the, you know, first part of April for us will be highs of like 34. Oh, yeah, totally. And things like this with, with spitting snow, et cetera. Yep. But, you know, the game's still on. Oh, yeah. And you got to tell the kids that, that uh, you just got to be tougher than the other. Yeah, even though yeah. you're freezing your ass <laughs> yes, off. Yeah. You yeah, got, got the hand warmers in the pockets <laughs> and everything. Those but, games uh, always seem to be the four-hour games. Yeah, they well. are. Yeah, nobody can throw strikes because <laughs> it is so cold. So, anyway, uh, but I digress. Uh, let's go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line is University of St. Francis Athletic Director <laughs> Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jimmy. How you doing, my friend? I am well, um, whining about weather, but, you know, other than that, uh, but who doesn't? And then, Just preparing, mentally preparing for what's to come. That's right. Yes, yes, the, the beautiful spring weather and the buds on the trees. And, yep, yeah, when, when your spouse is a Floridian, though, uh, mm. you know, unless it's like 81 and sunny, hmm, no, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk some track and field because quietly the men's and women's track teams and still in the indoor season are doing some fantastic things, Mike. Yeah, they really are. You know, they're getting ready to head out to South Dakota uh, tomorrow uh, 
for the NAI Indoor Nationals. And, um, you know, we've got 11 athletes heading out there, which is uh, the most we've ever sent to an Indoor National. Uh, we had some, some huge performances uh, this winter. Uh, our 4 by 8 relay team on the men's side uh, is going to go. They're uh, set a school record. Everybody feels like everybody just going has set school records, right? So, um, I mean, what this team is doing, our men's 4 by 8 you've got Joe Painter in the pole vault. Uh, obviously, Alex Abatino is going to go out there and, and run her 3,000. Uh, Remington Carpenter is going to go out and run his 800. Uh, Mariah Maley, uh, who's also a, a, a new kind of performer last year, kind of burst on the scene and, and helped kind of take our our women's team to to another level. Um, but it, you know, when I when I think about this team, it's one that probably overcomes more than than any other team I've really been around. I mean. They don't have a facility. They don't have locker rooms. Uh, they just go out and get it done. And, and all the credit in the world to Coach Kyle Allison and Coach Brendan Moody, uh, who's our distance uh, coach, what they do to keep this team together, to get them motivated, the different places they have to go practice around town, the different times that they have to do it, balancing it with their families and everything else that they have to do. Um, it gives you a pretty strong sense of pride as, as their AD uh, to be able to watch them have such success. Um, it's like, you know, you wouldn't necessarily say, hey, we're going to start a basketball team, but we don't have a gym. Uh, these kids don't have anywhere to get better um, on our campus. So they're they're out there grinding. And obviously you can run distances and, you know, you can run around campus or run through Lindenwood Cemetery or whatever it is that you want to do. But when you talk about sprinters and getting on a track and getting handoffs down for relays and all those things, I mean, they're at Turnstone or they're, you know, at a pole vault facility here in town, vault high. I mean, we're just <clears throat> trying to give them every opportunity they can to get better, and these kids just embrace it. Um, and they're going to go out there, and they're going to they're going to put on a show, and uh, hopefully come back with some more all Americans like we did last year. Well, yeah, I was wondering, but uh, and and it's it's used by multiple uh, schools as well. But uh, yeah, you know, when like you said, you, you know, you can run through uh, this the cemetery, you can run through wherever. To, to get your training in, uh, you know, as long as you've uh, you've got cleared roads and, and uh, trailways and things like that. But, you know, for shot put, you know, uh, heptathlon, things like this, and uh, uh, it, it's a little bit tougher to, to get that done. High jump pole vault, yeah, you need, uh, you know, wait, do you, are they able to pole vault at uh, Turnstone? No, uh, <clears throat> we use a vault high um, athletics right here in town. Uh, that's where Joe goes and works out. Um, it's, a, it's an indoor pole vaulting facility, and we've been using them for several years. And uh, Joe's just, he's hes so dedicated to his craft. The guy is, is, is so committed. He spends half his day in the weight room, half his day over at Vault High, and then he'll come back to, to USF, jump in an ice bath, uh, get ready to go the next day. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, we had a javelin thrower a couple of years ago, Calista Hellworth, who went on to become an All-American, and um, now to have a pole vaulter, uh, again, with, without a, a pole ability to, to get better on campus, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive what, what this group of kids is able to do. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, Mike, talk about how we then segue from the indoor to the outdoor season. I mean, as far as events and things like that, are they similar or the same from the indoor season to the outdoor season, or you know what uh, uh, what differences or or similarities might we see? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty much the same events, just outdoors. Um, I think they add a 
uh, a steeplechase, which you don't do indoors, uh, maybe an event that you'll see in the outdoor season. But for the most part, we've got our, our same relay teams, our, our pole vaulters, our throwers, um, the 600s and the 800s. They're all, uh, they're all going to be running the same event. So they can be a you know, two-time uh, NAIA national qualifier, once in outdoors, once in indoors. Um, and, and the outdoor season you know, generally will pick up here in a couple weeks. Um, right after they get back from nationals, we'll give them about a two-week break and then uh, kick in, and they'll go generally right up to graduation, if not even sometimes the week after into that second week of May. Um, but the fortunate part for us is the outdoor national champions this year are, are going to be right down in Indiana Wesleyan, so we won't have to go far. It's not a trip to South Dakota like we're going to make this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we'll be, we'll be sending a busload of kids down to Indiana Wesleyan in May and uh, cap off uh, what's been a tremendous year when you go back to cross-country and Alex Ebettino being an All-American, and now she's sitting here with the uh, opportunity to just keep racking up those accolades and against uh, Spencer Carpenter and what he's going to be able to do and uh, two different relay teams, three different relay teams actually competing out there this week. So um, you got to bring some alternates, so we'll have a couple extra kids going out there as well. And um, But the outdoor will kick in, and, and it'll be pretty much they'll run, for the majority of, of the students, they'll run the same events in outdoor that they ran here in indoor. And uh, getting away from track and field for just a moment, Mike, and, and I don't know if we talked about this uh, as it occurred or not, but uh, you have uh, someone borrowing Donley Field for the spring and summer in the <laughs> Fort Wayne FC. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, to they they approached us um, sometime in the in the fall. Uh, you know, they used Bishop Dwenger, and, and I think they were looking for maybe a little more capacity, maybe a little more parking, uh, some of the amenities that we have over at the stadium. Uh, so we were able to work out a deal with them where they're going to play their home season at Bishop Darcy Stadium. Uh, along with that, their their owner, Mark Music, who <clears throat> most people know, uh, who also owns Ruoff Mortgage, he's uh, agreed to purchase a large LED jumbotron um, and donate it to the, to the university. So... Uh, we're going to get a huge jumbotron in the north end zone. <clears throat> excuse me, that our fans will be able to enjoy the game and, and give me some opportunities and our staff some opportunities to do some cool things with that, with graphics and commercials for sponsors. And uh, so it's exciting. I mean, you get Demarcus Beasley and, and this crew to come in and and use our stadium. It's going to be great for our our soccer team to be able to be around them, uh, build that relationship, maybe give our kids an opportunity to go play for them sometime. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Uh, it's obviously a time where we don't use the stadium a whole lot, uh, so we just have to work around some camps and things like that that we do. But uh, it's going to be fun and exciting. And our South End Zone suites will all be done, and then the jumbotron. So it'll be a, a different look when people come for the Fort Wayne FC games, and then give us uh, an opportunity to build up to our fall season when our soccer and football season starts. So now the jumbotron will be ready and functional for the FC season this this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Word is it's coming the first week of April, and they're going to install it, and uh, it'll be ready to go for their their season. Should be a lot of fun. My goodness, yeah. With the suites yep. ready, and, and well, I, I'm looking forward to football season already. Is not even yeah, spring. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> we'll have to get out there for a four way FC game, kind of check it out, take it all in, and. Luckily, we get to watch them use this jumbotron before us because I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that'll be a little uh, uh, education in and of itself, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. That was Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat, and. Uh, 
Holy cow. Yeah, it's going to be great going out to Darcy Stadium. I I haven't been to an FC match yet. My, Me neither. Uh, my grandsons go and love it. Do they? And so uh, being in professional sports, I like to see what the other professional sports teams are doing. Sure. And it's successful for them. So uh, it's always always a lot of fun. And uh, take a look and see how things are uh, you know, done. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dan Vance, media relations director, social media director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and uh, he'll talk about a big dub for the Mad Ants last night. We'll do that all when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. I got to tell you, two of my biggest fears in life is putting things in my body I don't know about or getting put under for major surgery. So how do I alleviate all the body pain that I have? Well, there is a way. Hey, it's Mike Rags. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only option. Times have changed and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Don't put this off any longer. Spring is coming and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now. Get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Call 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. 260-333-9383. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer gibsonsheating.com not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing even though all these years have passed i still had that longing to have my diploma at age 30 carissa finished her high school diploma if you're even considering getting your high school diploma you can do it no one gets a diploma alone if you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma you have help find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org that's finishyourdiploma.org Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Indianapolis is the heart of college basketball. And every March, the home of the Horizon League Men's and Women's Basketball Championships. Four men's teams and four women's teams look to reach the horizon and punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Semifinal action takes place Monday, March the 6th, and the Horizon League champions are crowned on Tuesday, March the 7th. Visit horizonleague.com slash indy for more information and to score your tickets today. Once again, that's horizonleague.com slash indy. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I know this song, Barracuda, by heart. There we go. All right. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Sunny Saturday morning, high in the 50s. Enjoy yeah, beat it, it for late February. Not bad at all. 
Not bad at all. But then once the high school basketball sectional championships come around and maybe into regionals, then typically oh, it'll turn. freezing rain and yeah, things like that. But anyway, not now. Yeah. So we uh, seemingly always have some sort of weather issue either during girls sectional week or boys sectional week. But when you look at the calendar, hey, it's still winter. Yeah. You know? Yep. So bonus days. Welcome back to Talking Sports. Let's go right to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line this morning is Dan Van, social media director, media relations director of your Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Dan, good morning. A big win last night on the road. Yeah, huge win, Jim. Uh, second game back from All-Star break and going to Westchester, which is a, a tough place to play um, always. And then you throw in the little wrench that uh, Westchester's head coach is currently with Senegal during the FIBA World Cup qualifiers. So they're acting head coach last night. Uh, Devin Blair, who was on our bench last year. Oh. Um, so, you know, you got a guy who knows our, some of our guys pretty well and knows Coach Tom Hankins and his system pretty well. So uh, that was a wrench that got thrown in yesterday that we didn't know about. But uh, a, a good win, shorthanded, um, missing several guys last night. But, you know, we talked all year about the depth of the roster and, and guys stepping up. And so Pedro Bradshaw with the 25 points on 8 of 11 shooting, 9 rebounds, 3 blocks, um, Kevin Brown had a 21.11 rebound, double-double. Jermaine Samuels, 15 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, on top of, you know, TQ, Terrell and Queen giving us 24 points, and Justin Anderson giving us 18, Gabe York giving us 17. So uh, depth is important this time of year, uh, making this playoff push and a, a big win last night on the road. Well, depth showed, obviously, yeah, with six in double figures and uh, Jermaine Samuels Jr. with his 15 and 14 rebounds. Uh, just to, you know, it's just um, pretty uh, pretty impressive when you look at that. But uh, you know, next man up mentality. At, you know, you talk about the Tevin Browns, and and he's had some uh, some some uh, little uh, you know highlights of, of of taking the ball and scoring and things like that. Pedro Bradshaw though is is one of the more workmanlike players who will come on come in off the bench and contribute in whatever way necessary, whether that's to bang on the boards or, uh, or you know, be relentless, get that shot up uh, from underneath on a, on a second chance or something like that. But last night, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but uh, where were his shots coming from? You know, mostly in the paint. Uh, he had four of his nine uh, rebounds were offensive rebounds, like you said. So second chance opportunities, the physicality. Uh, getting out in transition well and and just kind of filling lanes. But a lot of it came around the rim. Uh, only shot two threes last night. He hit one of them. Uh, but he got to the basket, got to the free throw line, uh, shot four free throws of our 13 we shot last night. He hit them all. So uh, working around the rim, like you said, he's not afraid of the physicality. Um, had four fouls. He's not afraid to do that. Blocked three shots. Uh, he, he wants to get involved. And, and the, the nitty-gritty of it, as much as he is a, a pretty solid shooter, um, he likes to – to get down there and and beat and bang around and last night really showed we're talking this morning with dan vance media relations director social media director of the fort wayne mad ants and uh of course now the schedule is still road heavy for a bit before the mad ants come back to fort wayne on march 9th but uh what do we got in between now and then yeah so we're on the road again sunday uh against the grand rapids gold um, you know, they're, they're sitting 15th percent in last place in the East right now while we're in fourth fighting for a playoff spot, but there's no gimmies, uh, in the, in the G league ever. 
so that's a, an important game on Sunday. Get a little bit of a breather, and then the end of next week, uh, we're in Toronto. The Raptors 905. They're currently in nine and ten in eleventh place. Uh, but even in eleventh place, they're only two and a half games back from us in fourth place. So uh, every game's important. Those three games are big, and then when we do come home, uh, we get a Motor City Cruise team that's eleven and eleven and sitting two games behind us in the standings and has won has the second longest winning streak in all of the G League. Uh, so with the Motor City Cruiser kind of surging right now uh, with the point guard and Kiefer Sykes that we uh, in Fort Wayne know a little bit about. So it's just an important time for us to, uh, you know, keep the, the foot on the gas and the depth helps, the top end talent helps. You know, we're sitting right now with the fourth, fifth, and 16th best scores in the G League in the regular season. Mm. Um, and, and if they hold how they are, they would be only the seventh time that a trio of players on the same team in the G League has averaged over 20 points a game in a season. So uh, with Justin Anderson and Gabe York and Travell and Queen, the way they're playing right now is huge, but, but depth matters. Um, and, you know, we're dealing with the injury bug again. Uh, important thing for the, the top end to be as heavy as they've been, but then that depth uh, to continue to flow. Well, I noticed David Stockton didn't play last night. Uh, what's his status? So, David, uh, just a little bit to say that the string that had him out for a few games. Uh, just aggravated. So, you know, we're road trip where you, you know, play, travel, play, travel, uh, taking the night off. Do expect him back uh, tomorrow in Grand Rapids. And then uh, you'll also notice Eli Brooks is still out. Kendall Brown's still out. Um, something, Jim, I don't know if you noticed and, and actually has not been, uh, it is official, but we've not released yet as we made a trade yesterday at the trade deadline um, to, to acquire a player from Wisconsin Herd. So we sent uh, David Servetus. Uh, to the Wisconsin herd yesterday um, in exchange for Jordan Bone. Um, and Jordan will be with us tomorrow in Grand Rapids. Um, and if you're not familiar with Jordan Bone, uh, another really talented guard. He's averaging 18, uh, about four and a half rebounds and five and a half assists during the regular season. So he's another guy that's going to come in and add tremendous depth to us. A lot of experience. He's been a two-way player with a couple different teams, played with the Pacers during the summer league in 2021. So uh, adding Jordan in is going to be another key to our depth down the stretch of the season. Well, yeah, and uh, it seems like every every move we make is uh, turned to gold thus far. So uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll take that. David Asservitas was uh, was fun to watch. Uh, battled some injuries, etc. Uh, mid, you know, through through the midway part of the season, but uh, well, it'll uh, it'll give him a chance to uh, excel in uh, Wisconsin as well. So absolutely. And a, and a great pickup at the trade deadline. You never know what's going to be available. Uh, I lied to Justin on his show yesterday when he asked me about roster stability. I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to solid with this 12. And then Jordan Bone, player like Jordan Bone, becomes available, and um, you, uh, you you jump on it. He's going to help our, our depth tremendously. He's another veteran guy with NBA experience. So you, you can never hate that. You yes. are fake news. <laughs> I don't know. Where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, okay, right back, uh, Dan, to the home games remaining at Memorial Coliseum starting on Thursday, March 9th. Yeah, Thursday, March 9th, uh, 11 a.m. start. It's our, our school day game. Always a fun one to have the kids out, uh, you know, field trips, uh, et cetera, but still a game open to the public, so everybody can get tickets to it on March 9th against uh, the Motor City uh, team. And, you know, last year that was such a great game. It was Pedro Bradshaw hit a, uh, a three basically at the buzzer to win that one. Um, and then we'll back against them again on the uh, March 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, Saturday night. Uh, and then we wrap up the home season with our fan appreciation night, Matt Amp's birthday party, 
everything you can imagine on uh, on March 19th. Uh, it's a 2:30 Sunday tip uh, against that Wisconsin herd team. So, and some familiar faces left to come into the Coliseum with Kiefer Sykes with the Motor City Crews. And then when you look at the Wisconsin herd, they'll obviously have David Estevides, uh, and they also have Alizé Johnson, who Fort Wayne fans know well. So, big, big, important games at the Coliseum. Uh, and that one on March 19th. Uh, we only have two after that, so it could be a significant one in our our push to make the playoffs. Yes, every game is magnified at this point in time. It's almost like a, a playoff game, as it were. But, uh, yeah, it's also uh, the Mad Ant's birthday is on the 19th as well, isn't it? It is. A lot of mascots coming out uh, to that one to help celebrate Mad Ant's birthday. Uh, post-game player autographs. Every single player on our roster will be there to sign posters post-game uh, out on the court. So that's always exciting, something we weren't able to do last year. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting to bring back. And so uh, if you want your player autographs you've missed some uh obviously jordan bone hasn't played in the coliseum yet this year uh for us and elford payton's only played one game so chance to get autographs from the entire squad uh on the 19th very nice well dan thank you for joining us and uh we'll talk to you soon sounds good thanks jim all right that was dan vance media relations director social media director of the fort wayne mad ants and our weekly mad ants chat let's go ahead take a quick break and then come back and uh uh justin and i'll chat We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The NASCAR Cup Series. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. Returns to Auto Club Speedway. We got trouble. It's Brad Keselowski. He's sideways, and he collects one, two, perhaps three more machines. For one final ride around the D-shaped oval. Larson, the winner in his home state, the Golden State Golden Boy. It's the Pala Casino 400. On Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Everyone's heard the saying that when one door closes, another one opens. Well, if it's time to get rid of those old, ugly shower doors, then let City Glass Specialty open the door of endless possibilities to help beautify your bathroom. We can custom cut and install all types of framed or frameless shower doors. Choose from a variety of styles, including clear, obscure, or frosted. Plus, we also offer custom etch designs. Want your shower doors looking new for even longer? Does preventing hard water stains and reduced cleaning time sound good? If so, you'll be glad to know that the experts at City Glass Specialty can also provide a protective coating for your shower doors that does all that and more. For new shower doors, call the specialists. Call City Glass Specialty at 260-744-3301 or visit cityglassspecialty.com. What is your healing power? Helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness? Is your healing power a simple, heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, and therapy kits. Help Heal Veterans has been helping veterans heal. What is your healing power? Find out at HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. I drive my bus in a busy city. That's why road safety is so important to me. I know that I must slow down and be extra careful when I make a wide turn. Buses need more room than cars. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving, remember to give buses plenty of time and space to finish turning before driving ahead. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We'll have Michael McDonald sing a little bit. This is... uh... know your brother <laughs> anyway Come on. yeah doobie brothers taking it to the streets okay michael mcdonald one of diane's favorites is it well that's why i played it oh okay sure there you go Sure. why not yeah why not hey we uh from time to time we'll talk on fort wayne's uh sports history we talked that up that book by blake sebring and um Today is no different. A really cool entry for February 25th. In 1974, Eugene Parker scores 45 points against Wayne in the sectional opener. Parker made 18 of 32 shots from the field, 9 of 12 from the free throw line to break the sectional record of 39 points set by Southside's Tom Bolliard against Central Back in 1959, I was just a year old. I wasn't at that uh-huh. game. I might have been at the game. Maybe. but if, if mom and dad took me, I don't know. He scored 30 points in the second half. Concordia won 73-61 to advance to a game two days later against Southside. This time, Parker scored 37. Uh, in the next game, Cadets lost 81-79. Parker finished his high school career with 1,503 points. Also, in 1984, on this date, Ricky Hall and Greg Eifert helped Purdue beat Illinois on the way to the Big Ten title. And this was this was odd because uh, the Boilermakers were picked to finish ninth in the Big Ten. But names like Jim Rowinski, Mark Atkinson, Steve Reed, uh, Hall and Eifert surprised everybody. Hall and Eifert were outstanding defensive players in college. In fact, Hall was named the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year that season. And, of course, Ricky Hall out of Concordia High School uh-huh. as well. After a 7-3 and non-conference record, the Boilermakers won the title with a 15-3 and mark. And also, in 1988, Cherubusco's Jeff Perlick scored 54 points in a game against uh, Fort Wayne Christian less than a month after he scored 52 against West Noble. Perlick finished his career with 2,019 points. It's pretty decent. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. And that is your entry or February 25th in Blake Sebring's book, Fort Wayne Sports History. Now, what was that year for Eugene Parker? 74. 74? He, he was a senior. He graduated okay. 74 along with Walter Jordan, and gotcha. uh, they had uh, quite the 74 class. And, of course, 74 was the year that the Northrop Bruins uh, with Mike Muff and, and yeah. Jordan and Willie. Well, Willie Spencer was a junior, I believe. Tom Madden was the point guard. Yeah. Uh, went in one state over uh, Jeffersonville and Wayne Walls and uh, had, to, had to beat some pretty heady competition en route to that. There Back were some in, crazy teams in the mid-'70s. Oh, my goodness, area, yeah. Sure, and I was – because we were talking last week about Wayne and Wayne's last outright championship in the SAC prior to this year was 1976. 
And I asked my dad, who was a senior in 76 at Northside, do you remember it? He's like, yeah, I do. And in the regular season that year, um, Northside just crushed Wayne. Well, apparently. they had Frank Thomas and yeah. uh, was it Jerry Gatewood? Yeah, they, they, they crushed him. Worrell Simmons. But then that would have meant that Northside had to have lost at least two games elsewhere in the SAC for Wayne to win the championship outright. And then those two teams then again met in the regional championship game. Northside won 65 to 62. And that uh, that was the second of back-to-back years in which Marion knocked off Northside in the semi-state, um, something my father is still not over uh, well, here in 2023. In 76, I mean, there were so many fantastic teams. Um, of course, uh, you know, Harding was really good that year, I remember. Harding was, um, was good. Um, Northrop with Joe Helmkamp was, was an excellent team as well. Uh, Elmhurst. It just, you know, with Kenny Etchison uh, as the head coach at that time back in 76. Uh, but, yeah, the Wayne Generals with Roosevelt Barnes and, and big Steve Bates in the middle. And, my goodness, you had so many guys. Uh, uh, I can't remember. His last name was Bush. He was, I believe he was a guard. Uh, but, yeah, they were they were just a, a formidable force. And uh, Rosie Barnes, in my estimation, quite possibly the greatest athlete to come out of. I never saw, you know, the Emil Sitkos or, or anybody like that, obviously. But, um, you know, the the best all-around athlete, I think, in, in my estimation, to come out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, Roosevelt Barnes. But uh, that's just uh, one, of those, uh, one of those things. But, yeah, and, and now we started all over. And, you know, and that's what Hoosier Hysteria has done. And, and regardless of your take on class basketball or multi-class and – and in what have you, you know, the reason we have class basketball now is is we have four champions, and I've always uh, indicated that uh, one championship ring is no less worthy than the other because right. you get brackets, you go through the brackets, the one team to survive all those brackets is your winner, and they had to go through quite a bit, yeah, to achieve that. And there, it's just an apples to apples comparison of enrollment size or success factor. Yeah, or success factor. <laughs> so. You look at multi-class, and I know that some people are sensitive about it, but you look at the state championship games tonight down in Gamebridge Fieldhouse and, and Fairfield in 3A playing mm-hmm. in their first ever state championship game and, and what it's done for the Fairfield community and the Goshen community in terms of being able to go down there. And probably they wouldn't be able to make a state championship game if it was single class. That's just how it would be. But What's what's the problem with? I know people are going to say, oh, it's watered down, but okay, it's four it's four games instead of one. We're not talking twenty team twenty games instead of one. It's four games and four champions, and why not? I mean, it allows Fairfield to have make a lot of memories. That team, those parents, that community. Uh, Lapel is going down there for the first time in a long time. I'm seeing stuff even this morning about fans showing up to cheer on the girls team as they leave to head down to Indianapolis. So. I just feel in the end, multi-class is fine, and it gives some of these teams an opportunity and and kids to experience something they otherwise wouldn't. Sure. Well, yeah. So, well, and of course, we could talk about this uh, for an entire show. Oh, yeah. uh, And and have people weigh in, but we're out of time. 
So Yeah, it's a, it's a good teaser for a future show. Huh? Here we go. I'd like to thank Mike McCaffrey, the University of St. Francis, for joining us in our weekly Cougar Chat. Thanks to Dan Vance of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants for joining us as well. Thanks for the text. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in each week. Thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping it all smooth and for his expert analysis as well. So until next week, have a great week, everybody. Podcasts by Federated Media.